This is Classic Business. Breakfast with MoneyWeb. Arabile Gumede and Nastasia Aronsa on Classic 1027. So many a time we've asked the... Uh, Perhaps the, the question that I think is, is extremely difficult to answer, but one that must be asked nonetheless. We have constrained finances all across the board, whether it be on the SOE front, whether it be on the jobs front, whether it be on trying to boost South Africa's economy, get in investment and find a way to direct resources to programs with the greatest impact on things like poverty alleviation, job creation, and even economic growth. How then do we have we find ways to fix that solution we've come up with many plans we've hosted a number of summits it's now about doing the actual work working together not just apart for a single goal sam Rowland, economist at econometrics joining us on the line as we perhaps unpack how we can turn our constrained situation into one that uh, that we more than just contain but really boost south africa's economy sam thank you so much for the time this morning the president's address even yesterday uh, just in the national assembly in parliament there uh, really showing that indeed south africa is in a tough space can we actually get ourselves out of it yeah morning morning arabile uh, thanks for having me on today uh, yeah, yeah, you're exactly right, and, and it's not just when we're in an economic uh, period of slow economic growth that we need to make tough choices. In any government fiscus, you need to achieve a balance between, uh, and especially in, in the case of South Africa, between uh, developmental a developmental roles such as um, providing assistance to the poorest of the poor uh, in the forms of things like grants, social security, um, subsidised education, and health. Then you also need to um, be able to spend on productive sectors of the economy. So engaging in investment, firstly in industries that are high growth potential, and you also need to spend on infrastructure that um, that will will contribute towards improving growth in the economy. Now, how do we fund this? This is typically funded through tax revenue. So we also need to have a trade-off for it to be able to grow the size of the tax base, and this is through creating jobs. Um, growing the size of the labor force, and that brings in greater tax, uh, greater tax revenue. The danger is that in our country, we've seen um, our tax, tax base has kind of remained relatively stagnant over the past couple of years. And as we've raised our tax rate, our tax revenue hasn't necessarily climbed at the same pace as that. And, and so that just shows you that we are at a sort of turning point in how much tax, how much we can increase our taxes. So this places a, a, almost a stop on how much more we can bring in on that avenue. So we need to start thinking differently about where the money is coming from, either that or we need to think differently about how we spend our money. And I think this is where we are uh, at this point in time today. Yeah, you, you make note of how we need to you know, spend our money. I, I listened to an analyst yesterday who said that the VAT increase should perhaps have even been 2%. Would that have even helped? Uh, well, I think... Yeah, it's difficult to say. Um, we saw that the VAT increase has brought in a, a decent amount of, of revenues thus far. Um, and we've been lucky enough in that we've been able to cut um, cut spending to quite a degree over the first couple of months of government finances. So um, this this has helped alleviate some of the stress that rating agencies, rating agencies have said on the health of our fiscus. Now, I agree. I think perhaps 2% would have been more conservatively safe in that we would then have a slight, slightly bigger buffer against um, 
the shocks that we're now seeing in the form of ESCOM, the greater uh, need for uh, support that ESCOM has just requested means that now, you know, we need to now scramble to find the funds elsewhere. And government has said that it will be supporting ESCOM until it can um, stand on its own two feet. So, however, the danger of course, is we know that the consumer, and especially towards the end of last year, the consumer was under and still is under a tremendous amount of strain. Um, we, if we just think of the increases in the petrol price, um, uh, which led to an increase in food inflation. And, and alongside that, uh, credit conditions for consumers are still very tough in today's economy. So we're trying to extract more value. And if, you, if you're if increasing the VAT rate, you, you're ex- extracting more tax revenue from across the entire economic spectrum. It's not just that you're taxing the rich to, yeah. to fund this. You're, you're taxing everyone. And yeah. the danger with this is, well, with a very constrained consumer, we, we'll lose out on consumption growth, which in itself is is one of the drivers of economic growth. Sam, let me quickly uh, quote here from the president. We are at a moment in our history where we need to make difficult choices. We've known the troubles for at least the past decade. Surely those choices should have been made by now. Um, Well, I think the government, and and we've seen this in finance uh, budget speeches, um, successive budget speeches throughout the years, um, starting with Mr. Franklin Nene all those years ago, and he said the emphasis and the need for belt tightening is now. Uh, and, and unfortunately, the idea how our government decided to fund, to, to, to go through these periods of downturns was to sort of push other spending out, out into the outer years. So this is the equivalent of you know, moving infrastructure project spending out into the outer years. And back then, yeah. it would have been around 2019. So we're looking at it now. The danger is that the hope, or the hope, or the hope in, in this was that kicking the can down the road would allow the economy to get back on its feet to a mm-hmm. point that when we are now a few years down the line, um, our spending, our, our revenue would have been sufficient. We can then continue to spend on those projects that yeah. we pushed outwards. Well, that's not necessarily the case now. Um, we're still in a precarious position. It means that we have to then push our investment in capital projects out further into the future. And yeah. we know that this is then... Uh, it slows economic growth because we're not repra- replacing our roads, we're not replacing our rail network and our productive activities um, then suffer sure. as a result of things like uh, difficulties in transporting goods across across the country. Doesn't make it easy at all. Sam, appreciate your time this morning. Sam Rowland, economist at Econometrics. It's dire whichever way you look at it and it needs to get fixed ASAP. 721 in your traffic.